Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I am here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm so excited to introduce my guest today. Based in Austin, Texas, Bryn Taylor is a master storyteller and the director of growth at Soulfire Productions, a leading full-service podcast agency. With a passion for crafting compelling narratives, Bryn helps clients impact the masses by getting visible and making waves. She also hosts her own podcast, Trailblazer, dedicated to those audacious enough to create a path that has never been ventured before. Hi, Bryn. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. So tell us your story. Like, how did you get to doing the work that you do today? Oh, I mean, how much of the story do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you want me to begin that story? Do you want me going back to like the womb or do you want me starting? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If we could start in a past life, that would be great. Okay, great. I would love to know... um, like maybe you know how you got into podcasting because obviously Mm. you you know I know you've recently launched your own podcast but you've been in podcasting for a while so what was that like stepping into that industry yeah it's a great question so I actually haven't been in podcasting for that long I've been with soul fire for four months now which It's funny when you find the right fit, it's kind of like when you find the right person Mm -hmm. in your life romantically, you're like, we've known each other for lifetimes. This is not (laughs) our first go around here. And it feels that way with soul fire where I clicked and it just has been magic ever since. And, um, I majorly pivoted my career back in February of this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's really new. And what I realized after I made the pivot was that the through line was always the same. Everything I did had the same thread of connection, which is intimacy, igniting intimacy within the individual. And I just so happened to do that now through the platform of podcasting. Um, But it's really not about podcasting. It's funny. People think I sell podcast production. That's what I meet you with on the front. What I really do is I help you transform as an individual because to have a podcast, as you probably know, Sarah, it requires you to be vulnerable, to share parts of yourself intimately, to face adversity and criticism, to tell stories that maybe have never been told before. It requires to be done well, all of you being out in the open. And that is a vulnerable thing. And for many women, a very transformative experience. And so I started one of my, I don't know, 100 uh, transformations of this year in February, when I realized that the career that I was previously in, um, which was intimacy coaching. So I, I helped individuals and couples in deepening their intimacy, sexually, emotionally, 
Um, it was always the thing that I just did naturally. And um, spoiler alert, you don't always have to do the thing that you're good at for a living. Um, people don't always, ha- you don't have to do the thing that just comes naturally to you. And, you know, for as long as I can remember, people came to me with their relationship challenges. So logically, I thought this must be the thing, but I got burned out and I was tired and I lost the magic. And I think that happens in business cycles. So it's not to say that when you feel uninspired, it's time to burn down your entire business, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't clicking anymore like it used to. And I could feel a part of myself that had just evolved. And I didn't feel like sharing my intimate life and my partner anymore online. And I felt really stagnant and stuck when it came to intimacy coaching. And I just felt really disenchanted, to be honest. And so around February, I made a very bold claim, which was that I was going to let that go. And I let one thing go before knowing what was coming next. And that is a really scary place to be when you step into the void. Um, But I knew I could feel change coming within my bones. It's like when the seasons start to shift and we know that something's about to unfold, the leaves are going to change and we're embracing a new part of our, our being as a human. I felt that in February and I've just changed so much in my life to know not to fight it anymore. And so I leapt into the unknown and my business dwindled. I let my bank account drain. I watched my clients slowly disappear, all in favor of embracing what actually wanted to come through. And I am reading The Creative Act by Rick Rubin, and I just love his work so much. And in that book, he says, nature abhors a vacuum. People want to fill space, but I didn't want to fill that space with just anything by white knuckling and just creating something to fill time and space. So I really practiced the art of emptying and the art of emptiness and really seeing what wants to show up in my field naturally, organically, without me forcing it. And I told a very select few people that I was going to be shifting my career. And as intuition does its thing and it's magic when you've trust, when you've learned to trust that part of you and you've flexed that muscle before. I had this ping to reach out to Kelly, who you've interviewed on the show. Uh, she's a friend of mine and we've worked together in in different capacities. And I have no idea why I reached out to her. I just felt like it was the right thing to do. And I sent her a text and she said, okay. And then we didn't talk for a month. And then one day I got a call when I was in Miami Beach laying out with my boyfriend. And she had sent me a message saying something like, I have a crazy idea. want to chat. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I love a crazy idea. Let's go. And I get on the phone with her and she says something along the lines of want to come in and help me run soul fire. And it was so perfect that I almost wanted to reject it (laughs) because I had spent months and months and months of being in the emptiness and not knowing. And and getting clear on what I wanted and my values and hiring business consultants to help me. Again, like I was dating, I was like, I want to know what my values are, what I'm looking for. I really wanted to make this shift well and correctly and, or as correctly as I could. And when she pitched the offer of Soulfire, I knew, I knew in my heart and soul, that was it. And I tell the story actually on my podcast, but I, I shortly after went to Sedona with some girlfriends for a bachelorette party. And after Kelly had given me the job offer, 
and it was the very last day of our trip. And we were getting juice at this local juice spot before we headed to the airport. And I grab a green juice, get in the car, and we're all headed back to go home. And my girlfriend says, hey, can I have a sip of your juice? And I hand it to her. And she starts giggling. And she said, did you do that on purpose? I said, what? She goes, the name of your juice. And I turned the bottle around. And it's a green juice called Soul Fire. <laughs> And I had the same reaction. I laughed and I'm like, okay, God, I see what you're doing here. And on Monday I accepted the job and I've been with Solfa ever since, but it's been so obvious based off of feedback and comments and how I feel most importantly, that this is exactly what my soul was meant to do all along. Amazing. Such a powerful story. And yeah, I think there's so much to be said, you know, talking about trailblazing, like it takes so much courage to let something die. And to let go of something before you know what the next chapter is. So I would love to know, like, what were some of the lessons that came through for you around timing in really like allowing yourself to be in that emptiness? Like, did you have, you know, were you able to observe yourself kind of like having freakouts or like trying to control it or, mm-hmm. you know, it sounded how, how long I'm so interested. You said like months and months, like how long did it take and for you to like, since you let go of something for that new opportunity to come in? That's a great question. Yeah. I, I felt the shift coming, I would say maybe as early as December, And then made the declaration around February, March that I wanted to let go of my current career that I had crafted and built for myself. And then I started working with Soul Fire in June. So, you know, how many months is that? Six, seven Mm -hmm. um, for this thing, new thing to take shape. And in some ways that's no time at all. But when you're in that death portal, it feels like a fucking lifetime. Hey, I have a really exciting new free series that I want to make sure you know about. It's called Sign Soulmate Clients with Astrology. And I created this because when I work with clients using their astrology charts, they stop trying to sell offers in a way that feels like pushing a boulder up a hill. They start selling what they're really excited to offer. They raise their rates, often doubling them. And soulmate clients start showing up more quickly and easily than ever which is why I'm so thrilled to share this special three-part training series with you to show you how to read specific parts of your chart to cut the drama of overthinking your storytelling and your prices and cut straight to the actions and insights that lead to signing soulmate clients consistently with ease month after month. So when you sign up, you're gonna get instant access to video number one, which is all about signing soulmate clients by selling from your sun sign. Video number two is about tapping into your sales flow through your second house. And video number three is going to show you how to create your unique ritual for consistent clients and money flow. You don't need to know anything more than your birth time, date and place. And I will show you what you need to know about your birth chart. This is for anyone looking to create a more consistent flow of sales from soulmate clients. And you can find this by going to my website with saramac.com under the freebies tab or by the link in my bio on my social channels. You know, in the space, in that void, I learned a lot about myself, uh, but I, there's this phrase that I say over and over again, and it's, it's so true and it rings true every time I say it, which is give your future self the runway she deserves. 
And I knew that even though I was wildly uncomfortable, I mean, I literally watched my bank, bank account drain to almost nothing. And in that space, I realized that there's a no reflection of my self-worth through the amount of money that I have in my bank account. And that if I can really lean on self-trust and the unfolding, then I always get what I want. And it's usually better than what I've imagined. There's this picture, it's a, a meme that went around and it's God and he's talking to this little girl and he's holding this tiny teddy bear and she's upset because he's taken it from her. And she says something along the lines of like, but I want that one. But what you can't see, what she can't see is behind God's back is a teddy bear that's like 10 times as big. <laughs> and he's saying something like, just trust me. And I've learned that time and time and time again, that A, I always fall on my own two feet. I've proved to myself that I have resiliency and I know that I've built my own self-esteem by doing esteem-worthy acts, which looks like doing brave things in the face of fear, showing myself that even though I'm so uncomfortable, that everything's going to be just fine and that the universe literally always has my back, even when I'm terrified, even when I feel like it doesn't, I've never had any evidence otherwise. And every time something like this always happens where magic unfolds. And I, I like to say, leave room for magic because when you are a control freak and you're white knuckling life, and you're trying to be the director of every little nook and cranny, it's exhausting. And we don't have any space for what actually wants to come through. And so I've just learned to let go even when it doesn't feel good. And then I also surround myself with people who reflect back to me that I'm doing brave things and that I can trust myself. My partner was such a rock to me during this time and he really helped to ground me. And I, whether it's your romantic partner or a girlfriend or a coach, having people to talk to you in those spaces is so valuable because had it been just me in the echo chamber of my mind, I think I would have gone insane. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And just what you're talking about, the process of building that trust muscle where it, you know, I'm reflecting on my own story and where I first really learned that lesson was when I got a one-way ticket to Canada and I had enough money to survive for one month and I wanted to work in the film industry and I was like I'm going all in I'm going to make this work and you know um, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make this work and then it just worked out like surprisingly easily for me and that's when I learned like oh when you take a leap and you really go for it like you can trust yourself you can trust your desires like yeah portals will open magic will unfold things that you never could have planned for will show up for you and I think that was like my first most important lesson in that that gave me more courage to start to do that in my career in other ways you know transitioning from film into entrepreneurship and then having my copywriting business and then launching a coaching business and I think it's so valuable. It's like going to the trust muscle gym, you know, like taking those leaps and to the point where like, it feels so good to trust yourself that not trusting yourself feels so bad that you're just unwilling to do it. I think that's mm -hmm. the phase that you have to be in to really do something like you've just been through where, you know, you're really going all in on, especially when you're going all in on, you don't know what yet, you know, to like really yeah. step into that void and, and be there for yeah and 
like in hindsight, it's a very short period of time when you think about like how much it's brought you in saying yes to that transition. But yeah, I have no doubt that Mm -hmm. during those months, it must have felt like an absolute eternity. And I think it's so important to have these conversations to really normalize that, particularly in entrepreneurship where, you know, there's so much emphasis on like consistency and showing up and consistent income. And yeah, a lot of self-worth can get wrapped up in that consistent validation, that consistent um, income. But this is a normal part of like seasonal creative life Mm. like there Mm -hmm. will be deaths there will be rebirths there will be re-emergences if we allow that so I'm curious how you navigated because presumably you'd built some type of community around your business around these topics and these content like how did it feel to kind of let that community go did you let them go did you kind of transition your brand like how did you deal with with that as an entrepreneur yeah, I I remember feeling at first some trepidation and some nervousness around telling people who I built my following, not that it's a big one, but uh, I built my modest following around intimacy and being a woman that really claimed her sexuality post-divorce. And so I was nervous knowing that most of the people that were there were there during that time frame. And as a woman, every 28 to 30 days, we shed ourselves and begin anew. And we are designed to be the forever Phoenix. This was an episode of uh, Trailblazer that my co-host Kelly and I talked about this concept of embracing change consistently, because just when we think we have it all figured out, it's probably going to shift all over again. And I actually grew up embracing change. I was really grateful and, and lucky to have my mother as a, a woman who showed me that it is okay to di- basically start over. And we moved a lot. We changed homes. We just really loved to shake things up. And so I've never been one afraid of change. And when I decided that I was going to make this shift, I was careful at first. I didn't air all my dirty laundry online. I think sometimes it's easy to get inspired and just go word vomit on social media. And then that has repercussions. So I made a lot of moves in darkness. And at first that was just to make sure that what I wanted was actually going to happen. But then once I knew, like once things started to really crystallize and solidify, then I I just said the thing. I started to speak out loud and tell people exactly what I was experiencing, take them through the steps that I had gone through and really show them that you too can change. And this is a permission slip for you too, because anytime I've ever shifted, it's given so many other people permission to do the same thing. I think that's why we're all here is to make an impact. And I wanted to know, I wanted other women to know that even though you created the box that you're in, you can break out of it anytime that you want. And that whether it's your menstrual cycle as a reminder or the seasons, or just because you fucking feel like it, you have permission to change over and over and over again. And I had, I was wildly supported in this transition. Were there people that fell away? Absolutely. I'm sure I lost followers, but those aren't the people that I'm paying attention to. I'm paying attention to the way more, um, community that is standing behind me and cheering me on and saying, thank you. I needed permission to do this too. Um, and I will say, I I was speaking to this on my own show that every time I've ever changed my identity, 
I've always faced projections afterwards. It's now become a part of knowing that I'm on the right track, that when I change myself in a really bold, wild way, and I draw a line in the sand and say, this is who I am now, it triggers people. And that usually is A, um, telling me that I'm on the right path because it happens every time. And B, just a reminder that they're afraid and that's okay. And offering some grace to those people that are afraid because God, I've been that person too. Um, And compassion to them, but also not letting that be the loudest voice that dictates where I'm going to go afterwards. It's more of just a noticing like, oh, there's people upset that I'm changing who I am, but that's not a reflection of me. That's a reflection of their own internal experience. Right. And it's a natural part of change. It's like there is a drop off. There is a dying. There is a grief process when we leave aspects of ourselves behind. And yeah, it's not always obviously it's like so exciting and it feels so good to be aligned with what feels right to us and to find that and to feel it when everything's clicking. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like leaving parts of us behind, that is like a natural part of the creative cycle and the creative process. And obviously people and relationships are part of that as well. And I think, yeah, we're like not the best at talking about like that side of things and, and normalizing that. So I think it's, it's so important to, to speak to that. And I love this conversation so much. So thank Mm -hmm. you so much for for bringing this. And I would love to know, you know, for anyone who's really resonating, who wants to find out more about your work, where can they find you and what have you got going on? Mm. So I host a podcast called Trailblazer and this podcast was birthed through our entire team. You know, I said to them, we're a podcast agency. It's about time we have our own show um, because Kelly, our CEO had her own show, but we didn't have the soul fire show. And I thought, well, you know, who do we want to speak to and who am I? And what is the intersection of what I love and what our clients need? And turns out it's all about trailblazing. And so I wanted a space for anyone who wants to forge a new path to come and to be seen and held and, and know that we love your freak flag and we love your weird. And we love the, the people that are saying the things that maybe many of us are thinking, but are afraid to actually speak out loud. We are the home for a lot of people that are quite bold in their beliefs and the way that they've built their life. And because those people need homes too. And it feels really good when you can be not only celebrated and your bigness and boldness, but asked to be more of you. And we are, we are that. And so in Trailblazer, I have conversations both with myself and my co-host Kelly, um, but with other women that are doing the same thing. And these are women that have either done this in their relationships or their businesses or their health or any other area you can think of. They are forging new paths that have never gone down before. And it's a dream of mine. I, I pinch myself every day getting to have access to women that are doing just badass shit in the world and that that somehow is my job to interview them. And then at Soulfire, you know, we, we build trailblazers, we build them and we produce them. And so we help give people platforms because we know at the end of the day, one person by themselves, I'm sure it can, yes, make impact and make change in the world, but we are all so much collectively better when we do this together. And so we want to support and create uh, a family of people that are being held and loved on and nurtured and also asked to be greater and asked to be more of themselves in a loving, but very fierce way. 
we, we see people very deeply and we ask them to be even bigger and badder. And, uh, it's a really just incredible place to be. And so whether people want to produce their shows or they just need strategy, or you want to hear stories of other trailblazers, um, my podcast and soul fire is an amazing place to do that. Amazing. Such incredible work. And yeah, funny story. I don't think I knew you were connected to Kelly when I invited you to interview and I saw you and your, you know, you re- your message resonated with me. So clearly we're like in the same vibes. Mm, <laughs> yes. Community and my community. I'm going to link to the podcast episode that I did with Kelly in the comments. It's a really good one. It was a really popular one. So if you're interested in podcasting or want to up level your game around your podcast, definitely check that one out and go and check out um trailblazer and soulfire productions i love the work that you guys are doing thank you so much for coming and sharing all of those nuggets of wisdom and thank you everyone for listening please share this with someone you know would love this content and please support continue to support women-led podcasts by leaving us reviews on itunes and sharing us around helping us to grow and yeah bring this message to the people who need it thank you so much we'll see you next week bye For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting and subscribing.